Okay, I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I did. Truly I laughed out loud. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. <laughs> is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is this, this is this is life. This is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. Hello, Dwight Bain. Hello, Lisa Williams. Dwight, you have been on my mind a lot today because Z88.3 is having their fundraiser. They are. And I was listening to it, and it makes me feel love. I feel gratitude. I feel nostalgia because I lived there and worked there for 10 years, you know. I feel... Like they just serve and give and love and serve and love. And I feel grateful for you, Dwight, because countless hours you've served on the board and just helping in so many different ways. And I just think about something like Z88.3 and I hope, you know, someone listening will go to ZRadio.com and help support them during their fundraiser because they really matter. I just think about how God takes something like that. And blesses so many people in so many ways that none of us will ever know on this side of glory. All of us, because I know you do the same thing, Lisa. Every time I get in a rental car, I'm scanning through stations. If I don't know to dial into KSBJ, if I don't know that you know I'm in KLT, I land. Yep. If I'm not near WRVL, the radio voice of liberty, if I don't <laughs> know the station, then I'm, I'm scanning. Or I'm using radiolocator.com because I want to find a Christian broadcasting facility. And I'm glad that we're kind of talking about the, 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 you know, basically gratitude for things we take for granted. Yep. Because I've been that guy driving through some town going, man, thank God for this music and didn't stop to say thank you. And didn't, you know, I mean, gratitude is different than, than, than greed. I mean, when somebody's generous, they're grateful. Mm-hmm. When somebody's greedy, they take things for granted. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. what I've noticed is people who, who would, they would, they would argue and they would say, I'm not a greedy person. And they would fight with you. But one step from greed is taking things for granted. Well, I've never thought thinking, about that. That's really it'll good. It'll always be there. It'll yeah. always be there. Yeah. It's just one step away from greed. However, if I'm a grateful person, I'm only one step away from being generous. Well, that's really good. I've never thought about it like that. That's good, Dwight. If you put it on like a little continuum, you know, like from left to right. So on, on one side, greed, and then right next to that, granted, taking things for granted, and then put a little space on the continuum on the line, and then you write down gratitude, grateful, and then you write down generous. So when people say, we need generous givers, cannot happen, will not happen until somebody starts saying, I'm really grateful for, I'm really Mm -hmm. thankful for. I know, exactly. That's good. I'm going to remember that forever. I hope, because if we can all remember, it's pretty rare to find a person who straight out will tell you, I'm a greedy, evil person. Most people would never say that. But I'll bet you most of the people listening, me too, 
would say, oh my gosh, I do take that person for granted. I take that relationship for granted. Yeah, I take too. that Z Radio Christian station for granted. Yeah, me too. I take being able to live in a free country for granted. You know, yeah, me when too. we take things yes. for granted, we're greedy. Then we, we're, well, we're one step from it. Yeah, yeah. We're one step from it. But here's the thing. If I take it for granted, then all of a sudden Memorial Day and Veterans Day and the 4th of July are a chance to cook out. And it doesn't have <laughs> much of anything to do at all with veterans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most people probably haven't even thought about that. And so when I step back and I look at what am I taking for granted, and I remember that's one step away from greed. That's one step away from just being totally detached from everything. And sometimes in a relationship, people will take friends and family for granted, take them for granted, take them for granted. And then they're surprised when the person goes away. Right. And then, they're surprised and, yeah. when the relationship ends. This is all so good. I mean, my brain has this thing that happens sometimes. It's like some sort of seed goes into my brain and fireworks go off because the concept does apply to relationships and also just to family members, but also to your job, to being an American, or even just having a Christian station that I can turn on at any time. Yep. I can listen on my app to Z88.3, or, I mean, we could just name countless stations across the country. I mean, Seattle to Washington, D.C., to in the middle, on the outskirts, all over, big, small, there's these Christian stations that are just available whenever we want them. And sure, we can take them for granted. And if you take them for granted long enough... They will run out of funding and they will go away because if you – it's true in a relationship. If I ignore my relationship with my kid or my spouse long enough, somebody else is going to get their attention. If I ignore a relationship at work, if I, if I just ignore my coworkers and I take them all for granted because I take my job for granted because I think I'm always going to work here because I am so important, guess what? <laughs> One day they will downsize your sorry, lazy self right out of that chair in the cubicle. And you'll be going, oh, man, I should have been thankful. I should have been grateful. If I'm full of gratitude, I want to add value back. But if I'm taking it for granted, I'm not going to give you anything. Unless you make me. This morning, Dwight was listening to Ellis and Tyler on uh, the Z in Orlando. Um, and just have so much love you know, for this particular radio station, not only because you're a part of it, Dwight, but just because of the investment they've made in my life. And I realized that as Tyler was talking and she was talking about being young and then getting older and having children. And she told the story of a woman who grew up listening to the Z and then went through hard times and how at some point she didn't even want to live anymore. It was so tough, but the Z was always there for her and the songs helped her through. And I was washing dishes, listening, and I just started crying. And I was like, God, that's that's my story too. Like these songs on Christian radio have been there for me. You've used them. And I realized how grateful I was for the Z. So I posted a picture on Facebook and was like, people love this station. You know, this station is really awesome because I, I started to have personal gratitude. I guess when you start thinking about how much it means to you personally, then you want to be generous by either praying or giving or getting the word out because you have a sense of personal gratitude. That's kind of what happened to me yeah. this morning. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how it works. Hey, Dwight, I got really angry about 30 minutes ago. And um, I, I wonder if this kind of ties in just a little bit. I, I'm not sure, but I'll tell you why I was angry and you can tell me what happened to me, okay? Okay. I was thinking about going to India 
and I leave November 7th and I'll be in India for, uh, it's a seven day trip. And yesterday we had a planning meeting conference call, everyone who's going on the trip. And we went over for 90 minutes. We went over the agenda and all the things that are going to happen. And I was really honored because they were like, Lisa, when we go into this school, we want you to share your testimony. I'm like, oh, what a privilege, right? And then, you know, later in the trip, it's like, okay, on the last day, Lisa, we're going to go into the brothels. We're going to go into the red light district. And they were trying to explain to me what's going to happen. They asked if I would share, you know, I'll have an interpreter and I'll be able to share like a Bible study because these women who are in essence owned by um, pimps, they're allowed once a week to come to a one hour Bible study. And so there's worship and prayer and a Bible study. And so a lot of the women come because they're allowed to, it's like a break. At, at exactly one hour, all of their pagers go off. So they're being told they have to leave. And in preparation, they were trying to, and you know, as you can imagine, I need a lot of preparation. My heart needs to be ready for all of this, right? <clears throat> yeah. And so they said some of the women will cry and pray and want to be prayed for and be very attentive. And, um, but a lot of the women will just sit and stare. They said, you won't know if they're listening or if they're not listening. They just stare. And so as I was driving about a half hour ago, I started replaying that in my mind and imagining it. And all of a sudden, I got so angry. Like, because I'm an American woman, Dwight, I live where I want to live. I eat what I want to eat. I work where I want to work. I sleep where I want to sleep. Like, I've been raised free, and I can't imagine anything else, right? right? And in this world, on this planet, right now, on this planet, you're telling me that there are women by the thousands who are trapped in a system that I can't comprehend and are forced to do things that they don't want to do, but there's no way out as they see it? There's no way out? Well, you were mad because you see the injustice of that, and that part's a normal human emotion. But also, if you go maybe a step further, then you start to get maybe a little bit angry at living in a culture that deliberately gives us news stories about reality TV stars, while ignoring stories about women with with just, I mean, these are... They're These slaves. are God's girls too. They're God's and they're girls. Slaves, they're God's and girls. And their eyes are blank because they have no hope. And the fact that our news media gets so busy with, wow, guess what? Celebrity is in rehab. Instead of, could we just focus on something that matters? It's easy to get angry about it. And anger is a secondary emotion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, at a deeper level, there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes my anger at things like that, it's like, why don't they tell us? If I really sit and examine that, it's really more an anger at, how come I don't care more? Oh, how I come know. I'm so busy in traffic? Or yeah, so I busy know. thinking about getting home to see the new Muppet show that... I know, that's it. I miss. And I think it's partly because if I take everything for granted my little life and my little world, my little bubble, remember that's only one step from greed, then I miss out on the gratitude of, oh God, thank you. 
that for whatever reason, you let me be in a country that does not have those kind of evils. And I don't even understand why, but God, I sure am thankful. Yes. I sure am thankful. I am. I because need to be grateful. I need to stop and be grateful. Continually grateful. That's yep. the goal. Continually grateful. To be grateful. And then in the past, when I have felt anger, sometimes it's motivated me towards good. But I think it's so exactly what Dwight just said. I got angry because I realized that I'm heading to lunch at a Mexican restaurant and I'm going to sit with a friend and eat nachos in a, in a little while. And I thought, and that's what I thought. I'm just going to go eat nachos. I'm just going to go yeah. eat nachos. I got mad and deep inside I was thinking that. And I'm just going to go la-di-da-di-da about my day. It, and it's they're like, forced into a life of slavery. Yeah, I know. I know. And so this feeling that's kind of coming over me of the reality is, you know, I'm going there. And just pray for me because as long as there's breath in my lungs, as long as there's breath in Dwight's lungs, as long as we're here, you know, maybe God would be good to us in as much as he would allow us to do something. As he says, what is pure and undefiled religion? It's this, caring for widows and orphans in their distress and living a life that's pure. And so in that vein of what is not you know, what's pure and undefiled in his eyes, maybe we can help, help people, you know, who are, who are in bondage in so many different ways, you know? Well, we can help people, but remember too, God didn't let you grow up there because God meant for you to be here. Right. And so I'm always going to be grateful Okay, Lord, this is where you place me to serve Mm -hmm. because even though I'm so excited, you get this trip, uh, to be able to go into the other part of the world and see these people. And I know you'll come back changed. I also know driving from your house to the airport, you're going to pass by people that live in a different kind of slavery. Mm-hmm. And they're slaved to their addictions. Mm-hmm. They're slaved to their passions. They're slaved to their insecurities. They're slaved. Somebody the other day told me something that blew my mind. She said, I realized I was addicted to my fear. It was just like a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just addicted to my fear. And I thought, Wow, that's really powerful because you can focus so much and so long on a negative thought that it creates a brain pathway mm-hmm. to that negative thought. And, and, and that's how that's how addiction is formed. And I thought, you really can have that kind of an addiction. That's a valid principle. And I'd never thought of it that way because we pass by people that are slaves all the time. And the goal is, number one, make sure you're not a slave right? because you've been set free. And then goal number two is reach some people around you who may be slaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wherever you, you are. reach them. Right. Yeah. And you reach them by, number one, being able to, instead of just immediately going to generosity, oh, let me give, 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 give. Because sometimes religious people are just busy on the give thing. Well, let's back it up a little bit because sometimes people can take advantage of that. God wants me to be grateful and he wants me to be generous where he wants me to be generous. So just blanket generosity, just give, 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 give. Um, I know a man who who came into a lot of money, a lot of money, $20 million. And because he had such a giving, caring heart, he said, I'm going to go to Africa and mm-hmm. I'm going to make a difference. And I heard him tell his testimony about maybe four years later, five years later, every penny was gone because with a billion people who were needy, mm-hmm. $20 million didn't last very long. And I heard him talking to a Christian group 
And he said, here's what I wish I would have done different. I thought $20 million was a lot of money, but among a billion people, that it just did nothing. Mm-hmm. And he said, here's what I wish I would have done. Because to just be blindly generous to the world, it's not wise. Wisdom is being deeply grateful for who you are, deeply grateful for where you are, mm-hmm. deeply grateful for the things around you. And then you let God's spirit lead you to where you need to be generous. But when you're deeply grateful, then you're only one step away from generous. The big danger is, what am I taking for granted? Am I taking my health for granted? Mm-hmm. Am I taking this job for granted? I know people that worked at Enron in Houston, and guess what? It wasn't as stable as they thought. But if every day I'm grateful to God as my source, then I know God will get me through. Yes, that's what I needed to hear, because that's the adjustment internally that we need to live in, being grateful for freedom, being grateful for health, being grateful for a clear mind, being grateful for the people who love us, being grateful for the people we have to love. And from that place of gratitude, letting God show me, I want you to be generous with your time. I want you to be generous with your money. I want you to be generous with your thoughts or whatever in this direction or that direction. And and those are great things to to think about today. I'm I'm very grateful for Dwight. (laughs) We'll close with this. (laughs) I'm very grateful for Dwight because as I was listening to Z88.3 today, um, I just know the people there and I know what God has done and is doing there. And I've seen God at work there for so long. Dwight is a big part of that. He gives of his time generously. And I'm thankful he's on this show every week. He gives that to us generously. And so I am thankful. I have gratitude for you, Dwight Bain, and for your investment um, in my life and to other people's lives. And so thank you. Thank you. I'm thankful for Dwight. I'm thankful for Melanie Moritzky for all of her help behind the scenes for this show. I'm thankful for Jason Rakow and how he produces the show and, and just helps me um, so very much. I'm thankful for Paul Goldsmith and his wife, Marianne, because their encouragement and love has made this show a reality. And this, this is going out to you now. Hashtag thanks for listening. <laughs>